Hello, everybody. This is Fahim Jackson, and it's episode 64 of my podcast show, In the Know. This is a short-form podcast show which is aimed at putting people in the know with a variety of topics, using my experiences and viewpoints in life to put people in that know. Now, what is the know? It's using my understanding of these experiences to guide you through the world. The following is an intro speech into the topic of today. An introduction speech is regarding putting boys and girls in separate classrooms, if not separate schools. Growing up, I went to a co-ed school. There are some young people who do go to schools that are all boys or all girls. And what's even more impressive is that they actually perform better in this environment than typical co-ed schools sometimes. And the people who analyze this have all types of reasons why the boys and girls do well in school when separated from each other. This will be something that I myself try to analyze for the topic of today. Hopefully, from this topic, this will give it an eye-opener into more schools doing this today. Or are the schools better off staying the way they are? Is segregated learning a good idea with regards to gender? Co-ed learning. These make up most of the learning experiences of young people growing up today. But in the past, you had a lot of these types of schools as society had its views on the boys and girls going to school together. Or, even if they were in the schools together, they were not allowed to be in the same classes at times. Now, a thought like this would be seen as antiquated for today's world, especially considering the sensitive nature of how it would be perceived. People would have these opinions as to why the two have to be separated. And even if you had a rational reason, people still would be against it. And for those reasons, we have very few institutions left that are not co-educational learning. Let's take a look at it. All boys schools. When boys are in school with each other, we tend to operate from a competitive space. The moment you introduce girls into the equation, we do more showing off than we do competing as young boys. And what it does is makes the morale of young boys decline. Now, there will always be people who tend to speak against such an argument. But there are studies that have shown that boys' perform, performance has been known to increase when girls are removed from the equation. Now, on the other hand, we have counter viewpoints, which I would discuss later. These all-boys schools were all the rave in the late 1800s and early 1900s, a space where young boys could not only have core learning, but they could also have a place to hone in on their skills. School used to be a place where your learning had some sort of marketable value. You could take those skills out into the world and earn a living. So for a certain time period, it made a lot of sense. Yet, what about the girls? What are the reasons for that all-girls schools that were built and some that still exist? All-girl schools. This is obvious as with the boys' schools, which is all girls, mostly if not all girl or all female teachers. A space where girls are able to see other young females 
They want the same things out of life as them. They also get to come to school and learn the aspects of competition in life amongst themselves. In school with the boys, the competition is expected to be learning to their side of things. A very far left-leaning boy side. Girls are also not as vulnerable as they are when going to school with boys. That's right. The nature has treated us not unequal at times, and in dealing with boys, there's a physical inequality that can lead to problems in school. And I mean situations such as fights, or even worse, where girls have been known to be sexually harassed or assaulted by their male counterparts. So you can understand why some parents may want this type of learning for their young daughters. Parental Viewpoint As a school teacher, they may think it would be a good idea to separate the two at a very young age, but not anything later than that. And the reason being is because pre-adolescence is important when focusing in the academics. Then after, you should be integrated with the opposite sex so that you can learn more of the social skills you need for future significance, both personal and professional. But nonetheless, you would be surprised how many teachers actually would support a move to keep courses less co-ed and more separated. Upsides. Now, I spoke briefly on some of the upsides and downsides prior, but let's look at them a little closer. One is that we need our children to have the most focus early on in elementary school, and having all-boy and girl schools can aid in focus simply because the opposite sex tend to be a distraction for the other. Boys tend to goof off a little, and girls start to become a little more into boys toward the end of elementary school, going into middle. So that distraction can get in the way of curriculum. Another upside is that what I said prior would be that girls tend to be in a vulnerable position. Little kids fight, and this is the age we learn to keep our hands to ourselves. But it's also the age that we teach boys not to hit girls because we have that physical ability over them. This is something parents think about when sending their child to school. Now, Back to boys. Having more male teachers allows for a command over students that is harder for the female counterparts. So when this kid gets into middle school, your dad has a level of respect for his educators that was instilled in him from elementary school. What are the downsides? Now, as with any upside, there are the downsides of allowing children to be in different schools based on gender. Number one, yes. We don't want distractions, but throwing them into an environment of co-ed after years of being separated may cause even more problems. Think about it. Kids growing up all through elementary school with co-ed learning get middle school matriculation a little easier into their academic environment. But it's a new experience, and now the boys and girls may have a hard time communicating with each other. We also have children engage in activities that are more harmful because early on you go through sex education. Having your gender counterpart present present when learning gives you a good idea of how to cooperate with rather than learning and experiencing later. For instance, a boy learning about girls and sex education in elementary school isn't dealing with girls face to face. So when he gets to middle school, his communication muscles might be weak because it's still all theoretical learning. Nothing like the real experience of dealing with someone face-to-face. Lastly, educators are not overwhelmed with kids 
being thrusted in this new space. And now they have to be able to work with them, making their job even more difficult than the great level before them and after. Location. A city setting. What happens when you place children in schools or segregated learning in urban environments? Well, it may work because kids when not in school are in proximity of the opposite sex. So going to schools that are all boys or girls don't have as much impact as co-ed because of the densely populated cities. But even if I was stretching the facts a little bit, I live in New York City. Very hard to go to school of all one gender and not have connections to kids in your age. Everything is just in too close proximity to each other to not. Rural settings. Now as far now as far as living in environments that is made up of more countryside than it is urban, you're gonna to want to send your children to a more quiet school. You're already living in an environment that is to a degree isolating. Now your child will be more isolated in a country community, so the best route to take, in my opinion, is to send your child to a co-ed school in these types of environments. Will it leave or will these segregated schools grow? This way of learning has considered way too antiquated to be seen as a viable plan for schools. It's the reason there are such few in the school system for both public and private schools. It just at this point makes more sense to send your kid to a school that is co-ed. Don't get me wrong. There are still some really good schools out there, but we still have the co-ed as the template for the right way to go about running a school. My overall assessment. You look at the bigger picture. We should place boys and girls in schools together. The studies have been shown that the two learn more with each other despite the studies that show the upsides with one gender schools. They eventually are going to have to be in society all together anyway. So having them start earlier is better in the end. So with this end statement, while we all should consider segregated learning based on the gender, all parents want the best for their children and have to consider all forms of learning to make their children's lives better. One of those options is that the type of schools they will attend. And for today's topic, it was attending all boys, all girls schools, or co-ed, but mainly all boy and all girl schools. Now, the idea of going to a school that is not co-ed in today's society is seen as what I have said before, antiquated, but it's still an option for parents across the country. We have to consider those options because you want to give your child the best education possible. Overall, putting children in spaces with each other is what they truly need to develop skills in life. Thanks for listening to In The Know. I can't wait to bring the next episode where we talk about why schools should change courses based on what students need in life.